Coming up on Locked On Bearcats, what is the standard now for the Bearcats football program? Is it just New Year's Six or is it college football playoff? Plus, the success of the Big 12 this bowl season looks really good for Cincinnati. And finally, this week, some thoughts on men's basketball. All that coming up on Locked On Bearcats. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen of every day. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. My name is Alex Frank using my experiences from my days as a University of Cincinnati's Bearcats Media Sports Director where I was a commentator for Bearcats football and men's basketball games. In addition, was the host of several live shows and podcasts on the Bearcats in our radio and television studios. I made a lot of connections with those in the athletic department and those who covered the team professionally, which I guess I'm one of those professionals now with this podcast. Anyway, bringing all of those experiences here to Locked On Bearcats. All right, so standards. What is the standard now of this Bearcats football program? And it's interesting because... As I mentioned yesterday, this offseason and the next season, 2022, is going to be a really interesting season. Because I don't know how the Bearcats are going to do. And there's a lot that they're defending. They're defending two straight conference championships. They're defending three straight appearances in the in the conference championship game in the American Athletic Conference. They are defending a home game winning streak that goes back to 2017. I believe it. I, I've lost count. It's so many. One in the, they won the final game in 2017, six games each in 2018 and 19, seven in 2020. So that gets you up to 20, and then seven this year. So they've won 27 straight games at home, and they're defending that. And that's going to be with a roster that is going to be vastly different. Void of many contributors, key contributors from this year. Desmond Ritter, Alec Pierce, Jerome Ford, Kobe Bryant, Joel DeBlanco, Maije Sanders, Sauce Gardner, Kobe Bryant, just to name a few. It remains to be seen what Josh Wiley and Leonard Taylor are going to do. But this is where, and I look at next season as the challenge for Cincinnati to remain a top 10 program. Because th- this this season I think more than any more than anything arguably more than last year in 2021 this might be the most important season in the history of Cincinnati football. Because remember 2009 they were really good and then they were a dud in 2010. They were forgotten in 2010. P- The country knew who they were in 2009, but then in 2010, they forgot about them. But this Bearcats program now cannot do that because they're moving to the Big 12. You can't let programs like UCF and Houston overtake you in the conference. Because they're going to the Big 12 and then they're as well, and they're going to grab all the headlines in from this conference. More so than Cincinnati. I look at this season as a challenge for Luke Fickle and this program to prove that what they accomplished last year and the previous four years is no fluke. 
Because if, if you're able to, over a four-year span, stamp your identity as a program, and I do believe this program has an identity, I do believe there's a foundation, I do believe there is a standard, and I think given what we've seen particularly over the last three years, 2018 was kind of that, you know, caught you by surprise year, cat got you by the tongue, but the last three years, there were expectations within this program. There were expectations to be really good. And sure enough, the last three years, Cincinnati has been either the driving the 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 driver, the pole position to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, or to be in the college football playoff. They have been the torch carrier for the group of five. Not just in the American Athletic Conference. Now you come into this year and Houston's going to be good. I think we know that. You know you're going to have a, a team maybe like Coastal Carolina or Liberty or maybe UCF if they can reload, although they did just lose D Dylan Gabriel to the transfer portal. So it is going to be a really interesting season as to what happens with Cincinnati. You know, are they what they were the last four years? Is a step back going to 9-3 and three or 8-4? and four? Any other conference... That's good, but in the American Athletic Conference, if you go 8-4, and four, you're just, man, eh, another team, we'll send you to the Hawaii Bowl if it gets played, or the Fenway Bowl, or whatever. You know, the reality is, until Cincinnati joins the Big 12, they're going to have to continue to punch above their weight class, and work twice as harder, twice as hard, excuse me, as, let's say, a Power 5 program, because they still don't have the resources that a Power 5 program has. Even though they might be talented, and I think with the play, if, if you see a lot of roles next year filled by guys who were second stringers this year on the depth chart, I think that's good because they play behind so many great players. And if you're Evan Prater, having learned from Desmond Ritter and watching his maturity, you can do that as well. And if you get and if, and if you're Evan Prater and you have guys like Josh Wiley and Leonard Taylor to throw the ball to, then you can just develop receivers like Tyler Scott and Trey Tucker. That's what's going to be really interesting. The challenge of next year, but there is a standard. There is a standard within this program now. It's not like it, 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 this is a flash in the pan. No. Because Luke Fickle has made this a destination program. He's he's going to be returning for his sixth season. At a school that has gotten a at a school that has gotten a lot of attention for what they've accomplished, given all the um how do I say this? Given all the obstacles that you face as a group of five mid-major program, especially in college football. Luke Fickle is now going into his sixth season in a coaching stint that in a coaching career in Cincinnati that has been heavily um how do I say this that has included many years where you don't know if he's going to be returning the next season and and what when, when I say you don't know it, the possibility that he could go elsewhere or I should say that has included you know other teams may be eyeing him for their head coaching open, opening. And he's here for his sixth year. 
And because he stayed, and because he has stayed for six years, and because this program has won two straight conference championships, double-digit wins in three of the last four years, should be four straight, but has now been to the college football playoff. There's a standard. There's a standard within this program of not just winning a conference championships. I remember a mantra that was used or has been used within the Bearcats athletic program is class of the league. The Bearcats are the class of the AAC. That much is that much is certain. Luke Fickle came in here in 2016 and said all he wants this program to do is be able to play for championships. Well, they are. They've played in three straight conference championship games. They've won two. They played for a chance to go to the national championship. There's a standard here. Is it just going to a New Year's Six Bowl? I think that I, I think it is more so that than the college football playoff, and I'll tell you why next here on Lockdown Bearcats. Alright, so this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? Well, to see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of survey businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. Head to netsuite.com locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash locked. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Alex Frank here with you. And something interesting that I've been thinking about is, I remember, and in 2009-2010, look, I was 11, 12 years old, don't have the understanding of college football that I do now, didn't have the understanding of college football then as I do now, and I still don't understand college football. I mean, I, I'm knowledgeable about the sport, of course, doing this podcast, but I don't understand everything about it. There are some things I don't get, some things that don't make sense to me, but that's just the way it goes. The one thing I, I didn't understand, how Cincinnati could go from 12-0, and 12-1 in 2009 and just be irrelevant next year, 4-8. I remember I went to a Bearcats game in 2010. It was the final regular season game against Pitt. It was snowing like crazy. I almost got frostbite. 
And I remember there were there were like there was like nobody there. And I'm wondering to myself, wasn't this team just really good last year? How can you fall from almost playing for a national championship to four and eight and being irrelevant? And then not getting back to that level for another decade almost. But let me tell you something, especially in this era, and I think in the BCS era too, it was a the, the, I don't I didn't feel like there was as much as much exclusivity. Because even though the SEC won every championship from 06 through 13, at least you had some variety. Florida won a national championship. LSU won a national championship. Florida won two, by the way. Alabama, I'm sorry, they won seven of eight national championship games. Florida State also won one. So there was not as much exclusivity, but there was some. Alabama did win three. Okay. So... In an era where there's a lot of exclusivity and there are only a certain amount of teams that get in the college football playoff. And for those who and for those listening who might think that this is going to be every year now, I'm here to tell you that it's not. It's not going to be every year. And if you're disappointed by that, think of the teams that are really good year in and year out that don't make the college football playoff every year. Hell, Georgia has been one of the most consistent programs in college football over the last five years. And they've only been in the playoff twice. Georgia had Georgia's had some really good teams the last few years. And yet they've only been in the playoff twice. Ohio State has had some really good teams. They've only been in the playoff uh, four times. Twice, they got blown. Twice, they lost in the semifinals. So even a program that is traditionally really good, like Ohio State, they've only made the playoff half half the times that it's been, half of the years that it's been in existence. Oklahoma. See, this is what Alabama does does to college football. And this is kind of what the Patriots do to the NFL. Alabama is so dominant. Six national championships in 12 years. And six national six national championship games in 7 years. They might win their fourth national championship in 7 years. And that's overshadowing what several programs have done. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, ready for this? They made the playoff three straight years with three different quarterbacks. And if any Oklahoma fan out there is upset at Lincoln Riley for leaving, why don't you give him credit for what he did? Taking the team to the college football playoff three straight years with three different quarterbacks. Oh, by the way... He took over for Bob Stoops, who is a legend in Norman. That's not easy to do. You look at Oklahoma, you look at Ohio State and the teams they have had. It, it is four teams making college football's playoff. A, that eliminates at least one Power 5 conference, cough, cough, the Pac-12. B, it's going to keep really good teams out of it. 
Like, the college football, the, the regular season for college football is compelling, but damn it, there are teams that deserve to play for a national championship. Ohio State should have played for a national championship in 2018. Michigan should have played for a national championship in 2016. There are teams that have been really good over the years that either A, got blown out of the semifinals of the playoff, or B, didn't make the playoff at all because it's only four teams. Alabama understands how dominant you have to be. The playoff, undisputed champions, yeah, undisputed champions, yes, but also exclusivity. And you look at team, and you look at, when we talk about the standard for the Bearcats football program being to a New Year's Six Bowl, for them, that's good. You know, if you if you are consistently getting to a New Year's Six Bowl, which is much more watched than other bowl games, like the casual college football fan is not going to say, oh, I'm so excited for uh, the Fenway Bowl. No. If you mention to them the, the Peach Bowl, they go, oh, okay. If you mention them to, to them the Rose Bowl, oh, okay. The Rose Bowl is one of my favorite games of the year. The pageantry and the, uh, the, 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 the technicolor and just the product, the way the game is televised, the stadium is gorgeous. Yeah, that's a game I can get behind. But there are stand... Look at the... I'll, I'll read off these to you. Think of the SEC. They've made the playoff every year. Don't worry about them. They're going to get in the playoff every year. One team at least. Okay, so the Big Ten's made it six of eight years. And they're a distant second-best conference. The ACC's made it seven of eight. Asterisk Clemson's made it six of those seven. The other team that made it, Florida State, in 2014 got whooped by Oregon. The Big 12, four of eight years. That's the conference UC is going to. And the Pac-12 has only made it twice. Did I mention I was going to talk about men's basketball today? Yeah, I still might not get to that today. Again! And there is a game tomorrow against SMU. Maybe I'll do some bonus content this week. I don't know. This is what this is what we get now when we're now a football school. It's like, yeah, I'm going to talk about men's basketball, but there's, I, 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 I keep finding other ways because... When you make the college football playoff, college football now matters in your town, in your city. College football is, you know, major cities like Cincinnati. And the and the American Athletic Conference is so unique because it, it the, the teams are in major cities. Cincinnati, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, Memphis. Yeah. It, it's similar to the Big East in basketball. Cincinnati, Chicago, Milwaukee, Philly. New York. So, where I'm getting at is, college football, its most popular teams are in small, are in smaller market cities. Towns, almost. Tuscaloosa, Athens, Columbus, East Lansing, Ann Arbor, uh, Baton Rouge. You look at the teams that made the playoff this year, only one comes from a major city. And that's the difference between college sports and pro sports. Unless, of course, you're the Green Bay Packers. And by the way, the Pac-12 has only made it twice to the college football playoff. 
have not made it since 2016. I would put Cincinnati's standards and rival them with any conference except the SEC and the Big Ten. Like, UC is going to go to the Big 12. They are going to elevate that conference because Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. The Big 12 is losing its card-carrying member in Oklahoma. And they may have had a down year this year because they didn't get to the college football playoff because they had newer teams play for championships. But I will say this, the Big 12 and the success they had in bowl games, particularly after New Year's, that's an encouraging sign if you're Cincinnati. But it's hard, man, to make the college football playoff. It's hard. And that's why at a school like Cincinnati that is just announcing itself as a football school and because of the roster turnover this year, just get back to a New Year's Six Bowl next year as an 11-2 school, 12-1 with a championship, something like that. That's good, man. That's really good. You make a you make a New Year's Six Bowl three straight years as a group of five school. UCF can't say that. Memphis can't say that. Western Michigan, Michigan cannot say that. Cincinnati will be able to say that. Boise State cannot say that. TCU cannot say that. Cincinnati will be able to. And I know it's not the college football playoff. But keep in mind how hard it is to make that. When you look at teams like Oklahoma, Georgia, and Ohio State, who, yes, have been in the playoff multiple times, but Alabama's success overshadows that. But it's still very hard for them. Notre Dame has only made it twice. It took Notre Dame four, five years to make the playoff. And both times they've been in, they've gotten their doors blown off. It's hard, man, to make the college football playoff. The two teams playing for the national championship next Monday night, which, by the way, are the only two teams Cincinnati has lost to in the last two years. Alabama and Georgia, they might as well play every year for the national championship. It is that exclusive that college football, that the national championship game still features two SEC teams, the two best teams in the country all year. Alabama and Georgia. And we got that for a national championship. It's like all these crazy things can happen during the regular season, but come playoff time, the best teams will win. We'll talk about more with the Big 12 next. Maybe finally some little, a little bit on men's basketball next year on Lockdown Bearcats. Hey Bearcats fans, Alex Frank here, here to tell you about GetUpside, an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now using promo code SCORE and getting a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside by downloading the app for free and using promo code SCORE for up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much to two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE 
for up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE for 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. For basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Alex Frank here with you and... I mentioned the Big 12 and the bowl success they have had this season. It, it, it's been really good. They have two New Year's Six Bowl wins. Again, it's hard to make the college football playoff. It's exclusive to, apparently, Alabama and Georgia. But what it's not and what the New Year's Six is not exclusive to, it's not exclusive at all. You'll get surprise teams in there every year. Hell, this year you had Oklahoma State, Pitt, Michigan State, Utah, Baylor, Ole Miss. Those are six teams that did not play in a New Year's Six Bowl game last year. That's really good. And, of course, Cincinnati and Michigan, they also joined. But what I'm saying is, look if, if, you, look, if you look at New Year's Six and you look at championships and you look at the quality of games the teams are winning. I know Oklahoma didn't play in a New Year's Six Bowl game. And that's a down year for them. They still beat they still beat a really good Oregon team in the Alamo Bowl. By the way, bowl partnerships for the Big 12, significantly better than the AAC. And I'm not trying to disrespect the AAC or dismiss what it has allowed Cincinnati to do. But... If you, if you happen to miss a New Year's Six Bowl game one year, you can still go to a really good bowl game. The Liberty Bowl, the Alamo Bowl, the Cheez-It Bowl. So, the fact that Oklahoma State, who is not experienced on this stage, they did win the Fiesta Bowl 10 years ago. I do remember that year. Mike Gundy leading the Cowboys to... A Fiesta Bowl win. They had a really good team four years ago with Mason Rudolph and James Washington at the helm. But this Oklahoma this Oklahoma State team was one of the best teams in recent memory. It might be the best team Mike Gundy's ever had. And if they're able to sustain that success, that is going to be instrumental for when Cincinnati joins the conference. Because it sucks, I understand it, and I'm thankful for this, but it does suck that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. Because, yes, them leaving is the reason why Cincinnati, along with UCF, BYU, and Houston are joining the Big 12. But it sucks that they're leaving. Like, I would love road trips to Austin, Texas. Again, not a big city, but college football is not big city, major city driven, metropolitan driven. Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma. 
So, I would love road trips to those two to those two schools. And be in a conference where one of the best rivalry games in college football is. You heard Michael Canardi, the chief marketing officer for the college fo- for the Cotton Bowl, excuse me, on my on this podcast last week or two weeks ago talk about it's a, it should be a bucket list game for every college football fan. It's definitely on my list to go to the Red River Shootout. But there are still quality teams in this Big 12. If Oklahoma State can sustain their success from this year, that's going to be a marquee game. Boone Pickens Stadium is a tough place to play. And get Oklahoma State coming here, and you know Cincinnati students, and, and you know Cincinnati students are going to love making fun of Mike Gundy every week. I can't wait to, for, to see what that's going to be like. I don't want to say make fun of, troll, you know, poke fun of him, whatever. That's going to be fun. All due respect, all, all respect due to Mike Gundy, by the way. And then if Iowa State is able to maintain, if, if they're able to, you know, keep their program afloat, if they're able to, you know, continue the success that they've had, Iowa State has been on the come up in recent years. Like, they gave Clemson a, a dogfight in the Cheez Bowl this year. West Virginia, I mean, that's going to be a rivalry reignited. And this is not just in football, but basketball, Oklahoma State's had some good teams recently. Last year, of course, they made the tournament. Cade Cunningham was the number one overall pick. And then you've got, um, or, or first round pick, excuse me, Cade Cunningham. And then you got, you know, Iowa State's had some good teams. West Virginia has had some good basketball teams recently. You know, of course, Kansas from a basketball from a basketball perspective, Kansas is going to be a huge a ticket commodity when they come to play Cincinnati. But strictly from a football, because this you know you know college football is the highest revenue driven sport in college athletics, and you're wondering if Texas and Oklahoma leave, well, who's there for Cincinnati to play? Oh, there's a lot of teams. Just mentioned Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Kansas State won their bowl game last night, the Tex- or I'm sorry, Tuesday night in the Texas Bowl against LSU, beating a Big 12 team. Hell, Baylor, if there's any, if there's any, you know, the Big 12 doesn't play defense, oh, hell yeah, they do. Baylor held Ole Miss to seven points. Now, I will say, now, Matt Corral did leave the game early, but you still hold Ole Miss to seven points. You're doing something right. The Big 12 championship game this year, which... You know, has seen a lot of offensive shootouts. Was twenty-one to sixteen. Baylor didn't score in the second half and still managed to win the football game. Like and and, and playing a, a conference and, and and the atmosphere at Nippert Stadium this year for the AAC championship game was unbelievable. But playing a conference championship game in Dallas in Jerry World, I can't wait for that. That's if the Bearcats go, which I think they will. And I just think the resources are going to come in, the um, the, the exposure is going to come with it. You want to join the Big Twelve. It might be it might be a step up. It might be a challenge from the AAC. Championships may not come that easy. They'll come because this program has been established, and you're going to a conference that, yes, some might say is the weakest Power Five conference. For whatever reason. I understand that. 
But from a football perspective, there are going to be opportunities. You're going to play Texas Tech, TCU. You're going to play Oklahoma State. You're going to play West Virginia and Iowa State. And you still are going to get UCF, Houston, and BYU. You think I forget this too? Sometimes maybe you do too. Think of the teams that are think of the teams that are coming with Cincinnati to play in the Big Twelve. That's also key here. And from a basketball perspective, Houston just went to the Final Four. Kansas is historically a blue blood. Texas Tech has had some good teams in recent years. Texas just won the Big 12 tournament. West Virginia, you know they're going to be really good. Iowa State has had their success. This is the Big 12 success in bowl season, 5-2, 4-2, not counting Oklahoma. In basketball, it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a conference. And as far as men's basketball this year, listen. I'll say this. Because I don't have any stats in front of me. I'll have more tomorrow. This season so far reminds me a little bit of John Brandon's first season. But it is different. Because expectations were really high going into Brandon's first season. I remember at Team Media Days, there were questions being asked to players about getting to the second weekend. But what ultimately that season became about was the development of the team because you had so many new faces, you had a new system as well. Like It took some time for that system to get implemented. Ultimately, it didn't. But I think about this season. There weren't many expectations coming in. But I still felt like Cincinnati could make an impact, make a run at a conference regular season title. I, I don't know if they're going to go to the NCAA tournament. You know, they're 10-4 and four right now with a big game tonight against SMU. Schedule update, that's now at 9.30, and it's on ESPN, not ESPN2, ESPN. This year for Cincinnati, I think a lot of us got really excited after their performance at the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City, and rightfully so. You beat a really good Illinois team by 20, and then you go toe-to-toe with Arkansas, who might go to the Final Four this year. And it's like, okay, we're going to totally beat Monmouth. We might not beat Xavier, but we'll win the rest of our non-conference games, and it just doesn't happen that way. So, I understand if there's some frustration that this program may not be as good as you thought. Dan Hoare told me last week he thinks this team can go to the NCAA tournament. Maybe they still can. I don't know. But there is still, you know, there's going to be some growing pains. You're going to take your losses to teams you should beat. Tulane's not very good. And you just got beat by and you just got beat by them. You were down by 25 at one point. Yeah, you made a nice rally. And maybe the lay and maybe the long layoff didn't help. But still, Brandon's first season, the expectations were there from the beginning. But that team too took its lumps. They took a loss to Bowling Green in the Paradise Jam. They almost lost to Valparaiso and Illinois State. Good God, that brings back memories from a stressful weekend. Um, They lost to Colgate. They lost to Tulane. And then UCF and UConn in conference play. They took their lumps. But they still were on the fringe of the NCAA tournament. 
This program, too, has taken its lumps. Monmouth, Tulane, you know, not beating Ashland by more than 14. You know, barely holding off Bryant. And I, I just think that, yes, this program, I like where it's going. But it still might take some time. You might have expectations. And that's fine. Maybe tamper them a little bit. We'll be back more tomorrow with I don't know what. Because every time I say I'm going to talk about men's basketball, I end up not talking about it. So, it's a free-for-all show tomorrow. Maybe I'll even throw some baseball in there. Anyway, follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's, N-N-A-T-I. Follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, Alex the number 3 Frank at gmail.com. You can do all of those. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or email me. And until we talk to you tomorrow, make today a Bearcat day and have a great rest of your Thursday.